Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off. And everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Just so you know, they, they tried that ESPN Classic thing. You know they tried that, I'm just right? saying okay, I'm just that saying you're that. a okay. company right. that owns yeah. 80% of the games that you ever aired yeah. on but, that but, channel. But that's it wouldn't thing. cost you a thing. It used to be all studio shows. Oh, you're going to get NFL you Live. You don't even need a host. You yeah. don't have to. There's no expenditure for this. But this is, you know, with, with all the layoffs that have come that we've seen, certainly ESPN's the top because every every 18 months, it's a, I feel like it's a constant layoff, layoff, layoff. You see the quality of programming in in certain in certain cases where, I'll just use ESPN for example, where it used to be, all right, well, SportsCenter is going to be on, then you have a game, then SportsCenter, then it's going to be NFL Live, or then it's going to be NBA Live, and instead, no, 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 we're, you're getting cornhole, and you're or you're getting knife, I mean, knife, knife throwing is on tonight. Like, I think it might be the quarterfinals of knife throwing somewhere. It's knife throwing. The real uh, thing that brought this out vividly to me was during the pandemic that, oh my goodness, nobody watches SportsCenter anymore, is because once ESPN didn't have games that summer, mm-hmm. 
the Sports Center ratings cratered like never before. Yeah. I mean, literally like never before. If they didn't have the Jordan documentary that summer, no, forget it. I think some people wouldn't have even known that their cable system, if they still had cable, was carrying this company's channels. It was that bad. Yeah, it, 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 it and you wonder, like, what's the future going to be? Are we going to get more knife throwing? Are we going to get more corn? Are we going to get more pickleball championships? Hey, the pickleball championships are well, Okay, great. I mean, that's what's on TV now. Meanwhile, while you've got the CW seemingly trying to start up a sports venture uh-huh. from scratch. Yeah. Ask the Pac-12 how yeah. that worked. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Who gets a better TV contract? Uh, the CW with whatever they bring in, or the Pac-12? I say. Oh, that wait, wait. Tomorrow, sorry, sorry, sorry. Pac-7. Pac-7. I say Pac-7. that the Pac-2 tomorrow <laughs> is going to announce that all their games are going to be on the CW, and anything that's not on that channel, find it in your local listings, and those don't exist anymore either. By the way. Uh, whatever's not on there is going to be on some streaming service that you're not paying for. Yeah. No, and there's stuff I will watch, but like I, would I watch the knife throwing playoffs? Like if you got to throw them at people, yeah. Like then I'd watch. Like oh, I got to see if you throw a knife. You got like you got are people. they going to a, to targets like the axe throwing? Like are people just standing? Like if you put people standing is at a target, they throw it, or if they get to run and you got to throw it on the run and hit them. This isn't like the Ed Ames axe throwing on the Johnny Carson show. No, years no, no, ago. no, no, no. This is where this this is like no. It's like Goldeneye. You know, this is <laughs> yes just throwing knife. Like I, I I'd watch that. I mean, I, I don't think they would the do villain that. and just missing. That'd be tough. You'd You're saying to- the knife throwing? They're actually at a circular target like darts. Yeah, like if someone's standing there, you know, and you throw and you hit a certain spot. I mean, no, oh, okay, I don't, I don't, you know, like maybe. the heart. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. That would that would that would. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that's that sounds like a dystopian show where it's like, hey, if you're at the you know the bottom of the barrel and your life is not yeah, going well, starring Jennifer Lawrence. How about this? You know, how about you come up here and you <laughs> yeah. can be part of the knife throwing. The not so I get to do it. Games. Yeah. No, no, no. You get to run away from it. I mean, kind of like Squid Game, except they're throwing knives at you. Yeah, that's a, yeah, well, that, that was all things. Sorry. was kind of the same type of thing. Yeah, I mean, you've been on it for your life. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. No, I, that, that was. That. No, you're right. All of that, everything's going to be a sport eventually. Just wait. Just wait. Running <laughs> Man. Yeah. <laughs> right? Running Man, the that home game version. Ago. There you go. Oh, sure. That was just on tonight, Running was, Man. Oh, really? That I was didn't just even on know tonight. That, that yeah. was a TV show, yeah. was it not? Right? That was, and hey, you know, not that he was playing against type, but Richard Dawson should have won an Academy Award for Running Man. Really? Come on, man. He was so good. An Academy Award. Yes, I mean the guy was the big villain. I mean, come on, it was so good. He was so good. <laughs> okay. And here's a copy of Running Man: The Home Game for you, like Running Man: The Home Game. Or like <laughs> maybe they knew what Richard Dawson was by that point. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have made it onto a movie set these days. No, no, way. no, no, no. Probably not. Probably not. By the way, I didn't uh, overstep my bounds and just create out of thin air what I was talking about. The Pac-12. ESPN literally, Classic. Oh, no, okay. Literally tomorrow morning. Yeah. The Pac commissioner Pac of four. maybe the last vestiture of the Pac-12 Pac one. is supposed to tell their members remaining what our TV contract is going to look like. Literally tomorrow yes. morning, that is supposed to happen. And Arizona has a press conference scheduled they have for a board 3 meeting tomorrow in the afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon, so after now, the morning meeting. Just yes. think about this for a second. They're going to announce the TV deal in the morning, and Arizona's got a press conference scheduled for a couple of hours later. Gee, you think that means Arizona's going to say, hey, we're staying, man. We're excited. We're yes. excited. I think you and I can predict right now Whatever they say regarding television, whatever comes out of the mouth of the commission of the Pac-12 
is going to be underwhelming to his constituents, and it will involve some sort of streaming as well. It's, Are we correct on yes, both of those? Um, I, it's going to be awful, and it's the end of the. We told you it's the end of the Pac-12. It's now, now the biggest thing is the ACC has to keep all their teams because I read today where Florida State and maybe Clemson uh, could be talking with with other um, well uh, ACC network. Now, if they didn't have that, they'd be yeah, done they'd, by they'd be now because they have the associate with ESPN, which means yeah. there's going to be knife throwing on ACC network. There could be coming up soon, maybe Syri- for more than an hour. The or two. Syracuse knife throwing team—they're pretty good, man. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. We've already watched all of those Clemson versus who cares college football games and that are called ACC championships yeah. over the years. But that's the big one. If the the ACC is the only other one that could be in some kind of trend, if they lose. Clemson, Florida State, Miami, like those are those three big. So they lose those schools. ACC well, is done. And you brought up Pac-12. If Arizona doesn't stay in the Pac-12, and first off, it just boggles the mind as a lifelong Pac-12 fan that Arizona would leave its rival and go whether the rival follows them or not and would follow to some other I mean granted geographically a decent conference to go to mm-hmm. and a higher paying conference quite apparently mm-hmm. oh, once sure. the Pac-12 deal comes out but the fact that there are those what they call the four corner schools have mm-hmm. you literally I've been to on a va- vacation where you're in the four corners of those four states on the US map and you can literally have a left foot in one state I did and a right foot in another and a left foot uh, left hand and mm-hmm. right hand So Utah, we know Colorado's going already after next year. Mm -hmm. Is Utah going to follow? They joined the Pac-12 at the same time Colorado. Are they going to get out if it's really going under? And then if Arizona's going, does that mean, okay, well, then Arizona State kind of have to go, right? All four are going to be going? As a group? Because Utah, if they go to the Big 12, guess who's just now joining the Big 12? <laughs> BYU! Hey, we're ex- where everybody go? It would be BYU and Utah together. It's if gonna- ASU follows Arizona, it's Arizona State and Arizona together. It's going to be that gif of Will Smith from the Fresh Prince where he's in the last episode where he's, where he's looking around and every, everybody's gone. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. The last episode of the Fresh Prince, like they, they moved, and so he like does the last second, and there's a, there's a oh, gif yeah, of a him meme. looking around yeah. the room, and everything is empty. Yes. Like, that. that's what the pack... That's BYU. Hey, I'm here. Oh, man. By the way, with those San Francisco offices to make a Pac-12 headquarters, the ones that you overpaid for, you're going to be the last one. Turn out the light. That's where it's going. Trust me, tomorrow is going to be the big stake through the heart of the Pac-12. You are going to get teams saying we're leaving. I would not be surprised in the next three days we're going to hear that Oregon's gone to the Big Ten, Washington's gone to the Big Ten, the other schools are leaving, uh, and and maybe uh, one of those other conferences is going to try to poach Clemson or Florida State. I mean, this is this is a huge week, and it's going to kick off tomorrow. It's going to it's going to start think, tomorrow morning by the Pac-12 now. under delivering yeah. on the TV media rights deal, which they have told people month after month. Oh yeah, we're getting it. We're yeah, talking. We got it. Now let's. We're going to explain streaming to you, and this is this is how the revenue is coming in. What are you going to do? Can you imagine all the donors that oh, don't yeah. have streaming that say, no. wait a minute, how do I get to see my team? What Pac-12 is going to do is they're going to bring somebody in to explain streaming, and people just lose interest, well, and, and just, just keep talking until everybody is tuned out. The same people already lost interest when they said, how do I see my team when I am in a Pac-12 city and can't get Pac-12 network? Yeah, it's over. So, uh, it's just over. to be clear, I'm not necessarily me personally. Not necessarily expecting a tomorrow afternoon press conference of an Arizona announcement, but I absolutely expecting uh, the members of the Pac-12 to hear about the media deal, which is not going to wow them tomorrow morning. And then the Arizona board absolutely is going to meet in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then what? Tomorrow night, San Diego State announces, we're going to the Pac-12. It's 
Over. To what exactly? Over. over. Uh, tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, this NFL story from today, I'm going to completely blow your mind because I'm going to zig where you think I'm going to zag. The Sean Payton, New York Jets, back and forth, where Sean Payton did an interview a few days ago and lit up the Denver Broncos and former head coach Nathaniel Hackett. They didn't do anything right last year, and we're doing everything different. And look at the Jets. They tried to win the offseason, and they didn't. You know, I've seen teams try to do that. Now they're doing hard knocks, and you see how that's going to turn out. It became a thing. Robert Sala was Robert Sala was asked about. It. He said, "Well, if you're not hating, you're not really trying." Okay, 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 okay. Uh, and now Aaron Rodgers weighed in over the weekend, and he gave the whole big Will Smith keep my wife's name. <laughs> Let's listen to what Aaron Rodgers had to say in response to Sean Payton. Yeah, I love Nathaniel Hackett, and those comments were very surprising um, for a coach to do that to another coach. My love for Hack goes deep. You know, we had uh, some great years together in Green Bay. Kept in touch. Um, love him and his family. He's an incredible family man, incredible dad. And on the field, you know, he's arguably my favorite coach I've ever had in the NFL. Just his approach to it, how he makes it fun, how he cares about the guys, uh, just how he goes about his business with respect, with leadership, with honesty, with integrity. And it made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year. thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. All right, first of all, still think the Hard Knocks cameras are a distraction for Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, no, <laughs> this is what he wants. But before, I'm not going to go into a whole, oh, but the Jets, look at this, the Jets, I'll see you week five. No, no, let me just say this, because th- this is what I really thought of after he said this. How do you think Packers fans are feeling right now? Going, okay, so we want him to take a pay cut. He wouldn't take it with us, takes it with the Jets. Now he's standing up for a coach that he barely knows. He would never do that for Matt LaFleur. He would never do that for Gutekunst or Murphy or anybody. He's He was always silent. He never had anybody's back. He hated everybody. I just think Packers fans are going, oh, I can't believe that he would never do that. But here he is in New York and everything is great as, hey, keep my coach's name out of your mouth, and don't think that's not a big reason why Aaron Rodgers is doing this. Hey, Green Bay, see how I am now? You wanted to get rid of me. I could have been this way. Ha-ha! Oh, Packers, they got to just have it right now going, really? He goes to the wall to stand up for Robert Sala, who he barely knows. He would never do that for anybody else. That was so great. So far, this could not have started well, uh, as well for the Jets. The way things, uh, the reactions to all of this, Mm -hmm. his reactions to all of this, this, as you mentioned. Unfortunately, the Jets are going to have to step on the field, and I don't know what their record is going to be after the first month of play with Four that schedule. 4-0. Four and oh. Four yeah, and okay. That Four remains and to be seen. But they're, put it this way, you're going to have to, uh, the rubber meets the road at some point. You're going to have to play games. You're a football team. There are football games to be played. Uh, yeah, but I got a month. I got a month. I can, I can just love this now. It's all good. That's love right. it as long just as like, it's good. Just uh, like with the Mets, you had a month. Exactly. Yeah, I had a month. I did. <laughs> I did. Hey, the Mets' best record, right? The top record they had this year, they were 14-7. and seven. That's when things really, went really? bad. Yeah, that's when things went bad. Wow. The day after they were 14 and 7, the Jets got Aaron Rodgers. 
So that that's it. That's oh. what happens. Yin and yang. And you got a little fun with the Knicks thrown in there as exactly. well. Exactly. It's all good. But, but just think of those Packers fans going, really? Really? Oh, it's so great. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show, with Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon tonight. Uh, we'll have more NFL on the way. But coming up next, all the latest on the Major League Baseball trade deadline deals. What big names could we see be gone by tomorrow by the deadline? Keep it right here. That's next. Fox. When's the last time you looked at your tires? No, I mean a really close inspection. Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. They take longer to stop, not to mention, they decrease your vehicle's fuel economy. To check, grab a quarter, stick it in the tread. If you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Head over to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation? That's available in many areas. That's where they bring the tires to you at home or work and install them on site. Ultra convenient. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Realize that this season was over. They traded some good players who were having some really bad seasons. They realized that this season is over. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Steve DeSager. That's one of your better songs. You like that? Huh? Yeah. That's good freestyle right there. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right. Everything you earned is doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com. Slash By the way, your best friend, Michael Harm, is not here tonight, but do back tomorrow. Unless just, we trade him. He could yeah. actually <laughs> well, trade him. Yeah, trade might, might not be. It's tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, we, so. get, we get a couple of sandwiches for Harmon. We could do that. <laughs> we could do that. In lieu of Mr. White Sox fan not being here, can I mention that here, a uh, trade deadline comment. Last night, when we were on the air last night, uh, the weekend crew 
the Angels made that trade picking up from Colorado C.J. Crone and Randall Grichuk. Well, here tonight, they, they flew on the road to Atlanta. Angels beat Atlanta. And those two, both, in their first few hours in an Angel uniform, each had an RBI. First game after being dealt in the same midseason trade. That hasn't happened since... The White Sox, Harold Baines and Charles Johnson did so after being dealt from Baltimore in 2000. Yeah, We did mention last night, and many writers brought this up, Randall Grichuk actually was a first-round pick of the Angels originally. I looked up the 2009 draft. That was the year Steven Strasburg was number 1 overall. The Angels got Mike Trout in the first round that year. But he was late first round, number 25 overall. The Angels had selections 24 and 25. They took Randall Grichuk first, Mm. and then Mike Trout next. (laughs) Two high school outfielders. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down. Hey, taking time away from the interim job he has will be coaching the Michigan Wolverines football team for the first month of the season. It's MLB Network insider extraordinaire John Paul Morosi. JP, what's happening, buddy? Jason and Steve, good evening. Uh, that is a great bit of baseball trivia there that uh, that Steve had mentioned. I, I will say this about the fact that Grichik was drafted ahead of Trout. There are those who believe, and this is part of the legend of Trout, that the Angels wanted to draft Grichik first because they felt as though that Trout's price tag was higher and the way to somewhat (laughs) try to artificially drive down Mike's signing bonus by a little bit, like a little bit. The slot. They would draft Grichik one spot higher and say, (laughs) well, we we drafted Grichik higher so we can only give you X amount. Now, Mike has obviously made that amount back yeah, a billion of, yeah. fold since then. He's done okay. He yeah. has done just fine. But it was great. Hey, for, for Grichik, you know, he comes in and a you know, big home run in his first game with the Angels all those years later. So a nice story for the Angels who are still, still amazing. In the race. Very much so. And the amazing thing about that 2009 draft is that here the Angels needed outfielders, so they took back to back two high school outfielders. The two teams that were drafting right behind Steven Strasburg, drafting two and three overall that year, took outfielders and did not take Mike Trout, Seattle and San Diego. I love looking back at drafts, but this is kind of an obvious one. They're amazing. And and uh, two of the first five picks in that draft did not even make the big leagues. So oh. how about that? No, it, it's an amazing, amazing story. What would have been, what might have been, what could have been, just like Derek Jeter being drafted by the Astros. But this is, this is the time of year where we reflect a lot on what can be, what might be, and then those deals either happen or don't happen. And Jason, uh, I, I admit that I am, uh, I, I guess I'll say this, I'm very impressed that, that you just leaned right into the mess right away. Yeah, you're, not, you're not shying away from it. You're saying my team is the only team that will have the largest payroll in the history of the sport, finish under 500 and trade potentially two Hall of Fame pitchers in the same weekend, the first of which cost you $36 million to move on from Max Scherzer. Uh, Jason, I'm just not sure where we start, my friend. All right, well, let, 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 let me tell you this. I'm okay with the Scherzer trade because obviously with Steve Cohen, money is no object, right? That's the best part about having Steve Cohen as an owner. The, the thing is, is that I was eminently okay with the Scherzer trade, and I'll be okay when they trade Verlander because if you're just taking the money out of it and you're getting the prospects back, which is what the Mets want, um, 
These are two pitchers that, to varying degrees, are in decline. Scherzer's in a little bit more of a decline than than Verlander is, but the Mets, you can't go into next year saying, okay, we'll bounce back with a 40-year-old and a 39-year-old that they're going to anchor our starting rotation. The Mets did that this year, and what happened? They're selling everybody at the deadline. So just by saying, hey, we got to move on from from these guys because we have to do something different because this didn't work, you can't go into next year saying, okay, well, these guys will bounce back. No. Look, Verlander been really good lately, but you know what? He was hurt early, and he had trouble uh, discovering himself again, and by the time he did, the Mets season was over. Scherzer was up and down. He was hurt. He was suspended. He couldn't find a slider, and he is in a decline. So the Mets trade him and moved on from him. So I'm okay with that. I was okay with the Scherzer trade, and I'll be okay with the Verlander trade. I want them to trade him to Texas. I want Texas to take all our pitchers so they can understand exactly what it's like when you're trying to rely on DeGrom and Verlander and Scherzer to all stay healthy. Well, sure, and uh, that's that's largely rational. So, well done. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that is that, that. Which, by the way, that that might be a very good tagline for the show. It's it's largely rational. It's largely <laughs> largely <laughs> rational. Right there. This so, is a largely rational radio program. So, tell me, uh, what, what are you hearing about Verlander? What what do you think is going to so, happen? Uh, right. Uh, so, and to back up one quick, quick point on 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 uh, the Mets big picture before we get to Verlander, the, the I, I agree with you that that in some ways, like you, you just got to tip the cap to Steve Cohen. I mean, it takes some serious guts to spend this amount of money and then effectively spend even more money plus luxury tax penalty to have these guys go away because you're just that convinced that you know what. This year just did not work. Uh, to your point, when money is no object, you can do stuff like this. And and how many teams have we seen in the history of sports that when they make one mistake, they are their successive seasons are still marred by that mistake. Steve Cohen has basically said, "I will spend whatever money and trade whatever players I have to trade to make this be a one-season mistake." At least as far as he's concerned. And, and so I, I applaud him for that. I really do. The, the one question I have is who besides Senga do we know is actually in their rotation next year? And I, I have no idea. Seaver, Kuzman, well, just watch Gooden, there you go. Darling, Fernandez. <laughs> so you watch and right. you see. <laughs> right. So that's, that's where and, – and so then are they going to go right back into the free agent market and spend another Lord knows how much money uh, on the rotation? I mean, that's – that's where they're going to be. Now, the other piece with Verlander, I, I do think there's at least a, a right now at least a 50-50 chance he's traded and maybe even higher than that. Because Justin, and we saw this when he was traded from Detroit to Houston, he will take his time with this. He, and, and he, as the legend goes, signed that deal at 11.59 and 59 seconds. He'll, he'll take his time here, and he will evaluate and see what the best deal is for him at the last minute. And I, I, I think that whether it's Houston, whether it's uh, potentially – and I, I don't think the Rangers will get him, but the Dodgers are a possibility. The Orioles are a possibility. He's going to go to whatever team has the best chance to win – while he is there. I think that that's the key thing for JV. And uh, when you're a 40 year old pitcher, you really don't want to go through a rebuild. And I think he looks around and sees that's exactly what's coming now to the New York Mets. 
John, when you said the sentence, one mistake marring successive seasons for a franchise, I immediately thought of Ryan Leaf and the Chargers because they had to come back around to the number one overall pick. Dare someone to top that. But I want to talk about the Seattle Mariners, you know, the team that had the number two overall selection and did not take Mike Trout in 2009, (laughs) just for the record. Needed an outfielder, drafted a college outfielder, but not the high school outfielder from New Jersey. Uh, By the way, that same month, we mentioned this last night on the show, the exact same month is when the Timberwolves had back-to-back picks, took two point guards, and neither was Steph Curry. And Golden State took Curry right after. That was the same month. Astounding. Anyway, these Seattle Mariners could wind up taking or making three trades in 24 hours as we hit the deadline tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. Aren't the Seattle Mariners just as much in the playoff chase as the Angels or the Yankees, and yet they're selling? Is that true? They are selling? Yeah, they're selling. They're they're moving Paul Seawald. They've already traded A.J. Pollock. They're likely to move Teoscar Hernandez. And, and I applaud them for this because all seasons are not created equal. The Angels, this is all about number 17 yeah. uh, and, and having one more run with him as as – your franchise leader and and they know the angels know that they they've got really one chance to keep them and that is to win and to make the playoffs and so making the playoffs in 2023 means way more to the angels than the mariners the, the mariners are are a, a they're a fine ball club they have they've had a bad year by their potential and i i think they realize they have to reformulate their roster a little bit before making a better run at this thing next year. And so the Mariners, after breaking the streak last year of, uh, of postseason absences, I think for them, that was a very cathartic moment and it gave them a degree of focus and said, okay, our, our window is open now. That doesn't mean that you win every year. It means that you're generally competing. And, and I think that they, they've gotten some pieces back for Paul Seawald that will help them compete. Uh, I think that was the right call. The Cubs are in it because they're playing too well, and they don't really have a they don't really have a good reason to sell, uh, and that's kind of where they're at. I mean, Stroman, they probably would still trade him, but he's pitching really poorly right now, yeah. so that doesn't help. And and Bellinger's playing so great, he might be on some NL MVP ballots, and and I think they they've got a legitimate chance at an NL wild card. So why why cash in the chips? I think the Mariners are just in a different place, candidly watching the Yankees again tonight, like they look like a seller right now. At this point, what, what evidence do we have that they're one of the three or four best teams in the American league? And if they're not for the Yankees, again, just barely getting in and then getting swept in the first round, that doesn't do you any good in New York. So I, I think you have to be honest to where you're at and what your market is demanding. The angels market and in reality is demanding that they've got to get Otani or at least try to make the playoffs. And their best way to do it is to, to keep number 17, go all in, trade for Gritchick, trade for uh, C.J. Crone, trade for Lucas Giolito, trade for Reynaldo Lopez, bring in everybody, go for it right now. And, and if you miss the playoffs by a couple games, you can live with it because you tried in the year that matters the most to try for that organization. All right, JP, let, let's end here. I'm going to ask you two fill-in-the-blanks, right? Fill-in-the-blanks here with this. Sure. The team that's going to make the biggest splash tomorrow Separately, mm. the biggest trade we're going to see tomorrow, 
is mm. what? Who's the team that you see make first? Who's the team that you see making the biggest splash tomorrow? Whether it's one big trade or a few minor trades, who makes the big? Who the, makes the big splash? The biggest splash, I think, is going to be Baltimore because they just got the prospects, and I, I, I believe they're in this mix for Verlander. I really do. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to get him, but their their farm system is so good. They're going to have an at bat on this as long as they want one. They, they can they can be involved in any conversation they want. So I, I think that Baltimore is poised to make a move, and if it's not Verlander, maybe it's the Tigers' right hander Michael Lorenzen. I could see that being a good fit. And the biggest name the moves, I, I really think it's going to be Verlander. I, I believe by 6 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, Justin Verlander is getting traded. That's what I believe, and uh, we'll see if it plays out that way. But the, the circumstances and my my intuition, the conversations I've had today, I, I think that's where this is all heading uh, less than 24 hours from now. You can follow me on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, MLB Network Insider slash University of Michigan interim head football coach. JP, as always, buddy, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, and we'll be breaking it all down again. Thank you so much. I can't wait, and we're going to keep this tape and play it back only if we said correct things, okay? Okay. Very good, <laughs> very good buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. That's why talk show tapes don't get replayed. Only only, only, only if we say correct things. That's yeah. the only thing where it's at. Uh, look, great stuff by him. Look, the Orioles. Look, I, I've told you, I told you months ago the Orioles are going to win the AL East. Right, as as great a start as the Rays had, the Orioles never blinked, and they've been right behind them. And then they overtook them. They just win games with mind-numbing consistency. They're young, but sometimes when you're young, you don't feel the pressure. It's a great mix there. The Orioles are legit, and yeah, Verlander's gonna go. I, I, I the thing is, you know where Verlander's gonna be coming? He's gonna be coming here. The oh, Do- Houston. The Dodgers are the Dodgers are going to make the move. They need to make the Dodgers need two moves. They need a they need a couple of starting pitchers because right now, what are you throwing out there oh. after Kershaw? Hopefully, in the Astounding. second game, right? Yeah. You, so it's bad. It's going to be a big starting pitcher and it's going to be a big thumper. And if they can't get Arenado, they will move on to something else because they need another thumper for that lineup. But the Dodgers will make it two big moves tomorrow. Verlander will be one of them. Because at the end, he's the guy. Because they're not going to get Blake Snell, right? They're not going to trade Snell within the division. No way. Verlander's the other guy. They're going to have to get him. And it's going to be a big move, and they'll make a big move for a player as well. This is what they've been waiting for. The Dodgers were hoping this year we're going to come to the season differently, not worry about winning 110 games, but we're going to come into this this season. Save some money for next offseason. where we're at. Right. And then at the deadline, the moves we need to make, we're going to make. They've made a bunch of really nice moves so far. But they've been nice moves, right? Getting Lance Lynn, nice move. I'm at Rosario for Cinder. Guard. Nice move, right? Joe nice move. But they have two big ones coming, and that's going to happen tomorrow. I can see the Padres keeping Blake Snell leading an ERA and keeping their closer as well, who still has an ERA under one, by the way. But the Dodgers, as we head toward postseason, and we can talk about postseason not just because they always make it. It's not the same roster as last year. As you mentioned, this is not a 100 to 100 win, uh, 110 win team. They could still be in the postseason. With this awful pitching staff by Dodger standards, they are hoping that Kershaw comes back and then sails through the rest of the regular season in the playoffs. They are hoping that Walker Bueller, as he has said, not the team, can come back before the end of September off Tommy John. Mm-hmm. They are hoping that Julio Arias suddenly finds himself and becomes a makeable playoff starter. 
So there's three. And then what? You hope that Bobby Miller, your former first rounder, can actually give you five great innings at a playoff game? Because three of those four things could really go sideways for yeah. the Dodgers. Bobby Miller's going to be in that package back to the Mets for, for Verlander. <laughs> Just watch. Uh, hey, what we got? What's trending right now, Steve? What you can we have Michael Grove. He is available. <laughs> We have three late games in Major League Baseball. The Mariners, not in contention apparently, have taken the lead on the Red Sox 2-1 to one in the top of the eighth inning. And yes, the Mariners did send their closer to the Diamondbacks, Paul Sewald. And from Seattle, outfielder A.J. Pollock goes to the Giants. San Francisco outfielder Mike Yastrzemski went on the injured list with a strained hamstring. Giants are hosting Arizona. That game is 2-2 in the bottom of the eighth. The Padres at Rockies game had a rain delay and a long one at the start, over two hours worth, so they're only in the top of the fourth inning, scoreless, San Diego on the road. There's a chance of rain most days this week in Colorado. Cincinnati wins again. The Reds are first in the NL Central. Game and a half over Milwaukee now. Cincinnati won its game at the Cubs 6-5, and yes, Marcus Stroman is now struggling. 10-8 and overall. His ERA's up to 3.85. Milwaukee lost again. 5-3 Washington over the Brewers. Brewers got outfielder Mark Canna from the Mets today, by the way. Ellie De La Cruz for the first place Reds did go 0 for 5 but how about this stat since he's gotten onto the major league roster with Cincinnati they are 32 and 16 MVP they are winning MVP. two out of every three games and they have surged to first in the division meanwhile Toronto not doing so well in the division this may be a playoff team via the wild card in the American League but the Jays against their own division have a record of 7 and 21 this year they lost at home to first place Baltimore tonight 4 two Orioles. It was 4 nothing in the third inning. The O's still a game and a half up on the Rays. Tampa Bay won its game 5-1 at the Yankees. Tyler Glass now the winning pitcher. Seven innings, eight strikeouts. Philadelphia started the night just a half game back for the final NL wildcard spot. The Phillies won at Miami 4-2. Taiwan Walker, the winning pitcher, is 12-4. The Angels hit three solo homers in a 4-1 win at Atlanta. The loss to Charlie Morton. Braves held to just four hits. But Matt Olson did hit one out. It's 36th homer for Atlanta. Houston held on 7-3 over Cleveland. And that's it for tonight because the Dodgers are off. They will be hosting the Oakland A's tomorrow. The A's are off. Oakland, the worst team in the majors, 30-77. Kansas City, next to worst. They are off tonight. They'll be hosting the Mets tomorrow. The Royals, 32-75. and The Royals are on their first three-game winning streak of the year, buddy. So your Mets better watch or whatever's left of the Mets tomorrow. Is George Brett playing? I mean, come on. <laughs> Look at what's going on with Kansas City. Uh, he may as well be, actually. A reminder, MLB trade deadline is tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time. And at the Women's World Cup, the U.S. plays late tonight against Portugal, 3 a.m. Eastern Time on Fox TV, pregame at 1 a.m. Eastern, while the Netherlands is playing at the same time on FS1. The Americans must win or tie tonight to advance out of the group. A loss to Portugal not only would be a big upset, that would eliminate the U.S. Australia eliminated Canada this morning 4 nothing, and Australia star Sam Kerr has yet to play in this tournament. She's missed the first three games due to a calf injury. Canada is out. It finished 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Back to you. Thanks a bunch, Steve-O. The Jason Smith Show, Steve Desager in for Mike Harmon. Coming up next, there's already been some big injuries in NFL training camps, and one might make a trade happen even faster than you think. That's next right here, Fox. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, is Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, today there's already been a bunch of big-time injuries in the NFL, a training camp. We're wondering, you know, you get online and you go, oh, I want to check. I don't know what my team to be trending. And uh, a couple of big injury notes today. Number one, it all has to do with running backs, right? That guy's not getting paid. Uh, both of Seattle's top running backs are hurt now. They're they're holding out Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet, both out. Uh, who knows when they're coming back? And this is why Seattle needs like 10 running backs. Like every year, no matter who yeah. Seattle has, they all get hurt. It's like, like the Rashad Penny thing. Exactly. I mean, really, it doesn't matter who they have. They have We have 11 running backs. 10 of them are hurt. We're on our last So today they now. added another one. Sir Roderick Thompson signed. By Seattle, they uh, just need more legs. Kurt Warner is next. The other the Kurt Penn Warner. State Kurt the, Warner. The other yeah. the, okay. the first Kurt Warner. But here's the big one. The other big one. Zach Moss of the Colts broke his arm today, and now he's going to be out at least six weeks, which takes you into the NFL season. Why and he is, took a hit on the first day of yeah, padded. I mean, practice. it's I mean, it's a free. Yeah, everybody else did no pads last week. This is when padded practices start. This is when everybody gets nervous. And he breaks his arm. He's going to be out the next six weeks at least. That's no problem. They got Jonathan Taylor practicing tomorrow, right? No? This is what's going to hasten that Jonathan Taylor trade. And he's going to get dealt. Because the Colts are going to sit here and say... Is he really going to come back and play for us? I don't know how after you had the whole Jim Ursay, we could be dead tomorrow. I don't know how you come back to the team after that, when that's when that's what the owner says about you as a player. He also said last night, Ursay, we are not trading him. Not right. now, not in October. Right, but here's the thing, is that Zach Moss, when he played last year, was a pretty big revelation for you. Like when He, he was, was good he was, at Utah. He was disappointing with the, with the Bills. He could never really jump in. Then he goes to the Colts, and, and all right, you so now he's not he's playing, play. and, and Heim's so now, not playing for the Bills. Exactly, and he's out for the year. The Colts have nobody. 
It's like right, we can we can deal with the Jonathan Taylor thing. We might be able to get by with Zach Moss. He was good for us last year. Now you have nobody. This is what's going to hasten a Jonathan Taylor trade. And it could be as simple as, hey, Raiders, how about our guy for your guy? Oh. Hey, how about that? Right? We have seen that but in various sports before. Our headache for yours this it sometimes is, works. This is going to make that trade happen even quicker because the Colts don't want to go into the season going, we have nobody at running back. We have no, because they will. I mean, you're, you're talking about a couple of guys who who have barely even and played And a different in the starting NFL. QB every year. Yes, and now you're trying to break in Anthony Richardson, and he's going to play, and he's going to play without a really good running back in a good running game, uh-uh, not happening. Taylor's going to get dealt, and they're going to bring, and it's going to—they're going to get a running back in return. It's part of the trade for him. Like I said, could be as simple as Josh Jacobs for Jonathan Taylor, but they will get something that will hasten the trade because I—I don't see Taylor coming back and playing after what's happened. This is not your garden variety. I want more money. Hey, we love you, but you know this is the, this is this. There was no we love you. This was just if you and I died tomorrow. <laughs> no, wait, what? What the hell? He's is still that finishing mean, up his rookie contract, and there's oh. an injury of some sort involved. He did go on the pup list to start camp. The team believes there's also back pain. He had immediate backlash to that quote sources. Taylor himself did last night. So then the, the coaches asked today, and said, no, no, Taylor's going to play when he gets medical clearance. Mm. Standing by. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon. Trust me, Taylor is going to get traded. and It's going to happen sometime the next couple of weeks. It's going down. Coming up next, it's not often we get big-time live sporting events in the middle of the night, but yeah, we break that down coming up next. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.